Hilchis Nachlas, the laws of inheritance, chapter 7, this chapter contains ten halachas dealing with cases where there is some doubt as to whether the person whose property is being inherited has actually died. Halacha Aleph, Ein Hayorshim Noichlem, the heirs cannot inherit property, Acheyoviu Raya Bruda, unless they bring clear established proof, Shemes Mayrisham, that the person whose property they want to inherit is actually dead. Avalim Shamu Boy Shemes, however, if they merely heard some rumor that he has died, Oishaboyu Goyim Mesichim Lafitumam, or Goyim came, and they are simply telling some story without in any particular intent to testify in court, and they told a story from which we gather that the person has died, even though, as we have learned in Hilchas Ishas, their wife of uh, such a person can get married because of such a story, and she can, can collect the money due her for her ksuva because of such a testimony. Nevertheless, uh, concerning inheritance, the heirs cannot inherit the property because of such a testimony. If a woman came, the Omra, and she said, My husband died. Even though she is believed concerning marriage, and she can get married, and she can collect her tsuva on her own statement that her husband died. Nevertheless, but the heirs cannot come in and take the property and inherit it, because of her testimony. Omra, if she said, my husband died and left no children over, and she married his brother under the laws of Yibum, and the laws of Yibum provide that this Yavam, the brother-in-law of the deceased, inherits his property. This brother-in-law can come in and inherit the property by her statement. Because the Pesach says, Yokum al Shem Ochiv Hames, he shall stand up under the name of his dead brother, Vaharekam, and in fact he did do so. He did marry the widow in place of the dead brother, and therefore in such a case he will inherit the property. If someone drowned in water whose end we do not see a large body of water in which a person who stands uh, at the uh, edge of this body of water cannot see the entire perimeter of the body of water, Ubo Edim and witnesses came and testified that he drowned there in their presence and he disappeared and was not seen or heard from again. Even though on such a case we can be fairly sure that he died, nevertheless this is not sufficient for the woman to begin with to go and get married under such a a testimony, because the possibility always remains, since we, the witnesses could not see the entire perimeter of that body of water, that he actually came up out of the water somewhere else where they could not see him, and then he went away and disappeared, and therefore the wife cannot get married, but concerning the inheritance, the heirs can inherit the property uh, by such a statement. 
So this is the opposite of previous cases that we had where she can get married, but they cannot inherit. Here she cannot get married, but they can inherit. And similarly, if witnesses came along, and they testified that they saw a person, they saw him fall into a pit full of lions and leopards, or they saw him hanging, and a bird and birds were eating his flesh. They did not examine him to see that he was actually dead, but they saw birds eating his flesh, which indicates that he must have been dead. Or they says say that he was stabbed, he was speared in a war, and he died. Or he was beheaded. And in any of these cases, they did not recognize his face. They did not see his face and identify it. However, there were some other clear identifying signs on his body. And they recognized them. In all of these cases, uh, or similar cases, if afterwards he was completely forgotten, and nobody ever heard from him. With such testimony, we can go in and take his property and divide it among the heirs. Even though you cannot permit his wife to get married under such a testimony without recognizing the face of the deceased. Chani Oimer, because we have to assume that when uh, the law stated that she cannot get married unless they recognize the face. That the only reason they were strict about it in that case was because the prohibition uh, of marrying, uh, of living with a married woman is a very strict prohibition. However, concerning money, uh, which uh, if it was incorrectly uh, given away can always be restored in any case where witnesses testified to something which we would ordinarily assume that it means the person died and they testify that they saw such things and in fact the person has never been heard from again and thereafter they actually heard that he died uh, in such a case the heirs can inherit the money uh, by such a statement. And so, laws are actually carried out day, each, each day in all bezdins, in all courts. And I never heard of anyone who said differently. All are agreed that this is the law. Someone who was kidnapped and they hear that he died in captivity, and his heirs went in and took his property as an inheritance, and they divided it amongst themselves. Here, even though it's only a rumor that he died, and they should not have taken the property, if, however, they did in fact take the property, it is not taken back from them. And so also, a case where someone uh, fled because he was afraid of some danger that he would be killed, uh, the law 
is also that if they heard that he died uh, somewhere, that uh, if they took his property and inherited it, it cannot be taken back from them. However, a case, a normal case, where somebody, under his own free will, went away to some strange land, and they hear a rumor that he died, and the heirs went in and took his property to inherit Vachalkum, and they divided In such a case, Bezdin takes it back away from them. Unless they bring up proof that the one from whom they are inheriting has actually died. Someone who was kidnapped or someone who has fled because he was afraid of being killed. In the first cases that we learned in Halacha Dalit, Bezdin has to take steps to protect their property. Ketzad Oisin, what do they have to do? Kol hametalkalim, all movable property, yum of kodim, should be given for safekeeping beyad nemanalpi bezdin into the hands of someone who is trustworthy, or someone whom bezdin trusts. Umoiridin latecha karkoris kroivin, and the real estate property, relatives are assigned to it. Harayuim lirusha, relatives, those who would stand to inherit had he died. And they work the land, and they take care of the land, until it is known for sure that the person died, and then they keep it as their inheritance. Or until the person whom they think has died shows up and he is alive, and then he takes back what he is his. And when this person who was uh, kidnapped or who had fled, uh, returns and turns out to be alive, that these relatives who uh, went in to take care of the property, they uh, add up the amount uh, that they spent, how much they spent to take care of the property, and how much they took from the income of the property, such as the custom among all sharecroppers in that uh, country, and uh, then the proper allowance is made for them uh, before the property is restored. And why do we make a distinction here between movable property and real estate? Why does Bezdin not in all cases appoint caretakers, both for movable property and for real estate, uh, to take care of it until the uh, owners show up or until it's known for sure that they died. Because in the cases that we have learned here, uh, in Halacha Hay, we're dealing with people who left either who left under circumstances that were beyond their control and therefore Bezdin gets involved to protect their property but people who go away voluntarily and knowing what they're doing so if they go away and leave property behind Bezdin is not responsible to take care of it Halochevov Nishbaha Shavui 
if someone was kidnapped, or someone whose life was in danger has run away, and he left standing grain behind, which has to be harvested, or he left behind grapes that are ripe and ready to be harvested, or he left dates to be harvested, or olives to be harvested, in such a case, if it's not harvested right away, it will spoil. Bezdin goes into his property, and they set up a caretaker there, and he harvests the uh, grain or the uh, wine or the dates or the olives, and he sells the fruit. And this money, together with the rest of the removable property, is put is deposited the Bezdin in the Bezdin. And thereafter, only thereafter is a relative sent in to take care of the real estate property. Because if we sent this relative in to begin with before the harvest, perhaps he will. Harvest, he will take out some of the fruits that are all, he will harvest some of these fruits and since they're already ripe and ready for harvest they're considered like movable property that's already been harvested and he'll eat it without uh, paying for it the same rule applies to courtyards and uh, inns and stores which are made for renting out and they do not require any special work to be done there, and no trouble has to be taken over it, and people do not uh, rent it out for shares of the income, in all of such cases, the heirs are not sent in as caretakers, because the rule is that you, uh, because what will happen in such cases is that uh, they will take the profits and eat it. So what do they do instead? Bezdin ma'amidim lohem gabai. Bezdin appoints an accountant here. Ve'yia, a trustee that is. Ve'yia ha'schar munach be'bezdin. And all profits shall be deposited with the bezdin. Until some proof is brought that the person died. Or until he comes back. Ve'yitl shaloy and he takes his property. Halochazayin. In no case do we ever send the relatives into the property to take care of it, except to fields, or leganis, or gardens, or vineyards, or similar property, property that produces produce, and they can take a share in it like a sharecropper. And the reason that we send them in there is because otherwise it will remain uh, abandoned and, and uh, fallow, and it will become spoiled. Someone who left the country of his own free will, and he left his property behind, and we don't know where he went, and we don't know what happened to him. We do not send relatives in to take care of the real estate. And if the relative it did go in and take care of the property, and Mesalkin, I say, we don't remove him from there. And Bezdin does not have to 
uh, take any trouble about it. Ulahamid loyapetrapis said Bezin does not have to appoint a guardian. Loy lekarka v'loy lemetaltlam neither to real estate nor to movable property. Shaharei ledaita yotza veinich nechosa because the person went away and abandoned his property of his own free will. Vecheitzad yadin nichseize and what is the law concerning the property of this person? Metaltalu. The movable property remains in the possession of whoever has them in his possession until this person returns and claims it. Or until he definitely dies and the heirs come and claim it. Concerning real estate, someone who left, he went away and he left someone dwelling there on the property, we do not take any rental from him, and if there was a field or a vineyard in which he left a sharecropper, they remain there in their care as he left it, until he comes back and claims what's his. And if he left over a field or a vineyard empty without uh, planting it, Yisharu Burim, they remain empty. Since he left voluntarily, Bezdin does not take care of it, and it remains empty. Sharei Hubert Ibid because he willingly abandoned his property, Vaveda Ladas, and a person who uh, deliberately loses his property, we are not required to take steps to restore it to him. Halacha Yud, Shamu if they heard that this person died, Hadei Bezdin Maitziim Kol Hametaltalim, then Bezdin takes out all of the property, and they give it over into the care of someone whom they trust, and all the movable property that is is given into the care of someone whom they trust, and the real estate property, they send the relatives into the fields, and into the vineyards, to take share in it as share properties. Until some clear proof comes, Shemais that he has died, or until it turns out to be a false rumor and the supposedly dead person comes back to claim his own property.